Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show, presented by TLR Coatings, with special show sponsor Liat. Liat Protective Gear got the nice red, white, and blue helmet. Military, uh, appreciation. military appreciation week here, so thought we'd bust this out. Um, we we're wrapping up San Diego, which was, of course, our first mutter of the year. Back in studio here. Uh, follow us on all the major social medias, including right here. Uh, like, comment, and subscribe down below. That really helps us out with the channel. And then Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud, the website that doesn't have anything on it. Check all of that out if you want to support the show. Teespring.com, which is linked down below for T-shirts, hoodies, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, you can do Patreon to support us. Maybe we'll send you this helmet. Maybe we'll send you his shirt or his chain. Don't know. It's a surprise. Donate this, some money. This hat. this hat. You never know. Maybe we'll send you the camera. We'll buy a new one. We'll send you this one. Maybe an autographed Matt Wyman poster. We all want one of those. Yes, everyone wants one. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway. Uh, also, Amazon links down below. You can click those. Go to That's Amazon, cool. buy something, and uh, we get a small slice of that. That really helps us out. Uh, so San Diego, round five. And like I said, mutter. And that's pretty much all you can say about the track. It rained all day. It was a mutter. It was a shit show. Comments? Concerns? Yeah, it was just, yeah, from from what I hear and what I'm reading today, uh, they put lime in the track, I guess. And a lot of the riders are having like allergic reactions to the material they put in to try to dry the track out, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, which was really weird because you would think lime actually does different. Lime actually soaks up and it sits on top of whatever it's on, but uh, no track expert. But I'm just really glad they flattened out the whoops and made it more yeah, rolled off because if that would have been just like oh, what yeah. they originally that had been just dude, people would have been you know, ragged out left and right. But uh, yep. yeah, it was just a normal mud race. I mean, yeah, all about, all about a start basically. So, yep. Yeah, so all right, cool. Well, I mean, that was pretty quick and easy. Should we just jump in here? Yeah, might as well. Okay, let's, first, let's get to let's get to 250s here. So 250s here. You still ain't on that AC hype train, huh? No. You suck, dude. So AC pulls out the win. Wire to wire. My man. We got the points lead by eight. <laughs> title. I'm not sold. No, I'm I sold. am. That, dude, you are way too early to be saying title already. Y'all can get no, lost. I'm not what sold. happened the last time he had the red, the red plate? Mm, when did he have the red plate? Uh, his rookie year, and then he busted up his shoulder. And... Oh, bro, that was... Five years ago. Get out of here. That's the last time you had the red plate. Get out of here. So I'm also going to say he gets time off, has the red plate, and has to come back in straight to the east-west shootout. shootout. That is not a good recipe. He's still the fastest guy in the 250 class, even between the east and the west. So who cares? I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Party Marty. (laughs) Dude, I still do not believe that he... I I think it's real close between him and Frenchie. If we're talking about outright speed. I mean, because Frenchie has bested him. If We're just going off hot heaters. 
Frenchie has bested him, like, what, three out of the five times when it comes to fast laps in practice, if that's what we're going about, who's the quickest. But, uh, no, I'm not on it. It was a mud race, dude. If it had been a dry race, then be like, okay, fine, he proved something. But it's a mud race, man. It wins three out of five, but no, nah, he's, he's, he's... I didn't say... Garbage, he, absolute garbage. Uh, wins really, three out of five, really he's garbage. Much, there's really not much to say about his ride. Got the start, and that's all he needed. Got ahead of clear track, and got five seconds right off the first lap. Had he got a shit start, just like everybody else, the same thing would have happened. I mean, mm -hmm. good... No disrespect, and I was on this kid. Garrett Marchbanks got second, dude. Okay, great. What, awesome. what is the closest Garrett Marchbanks has gotten to even the podium? Okay, but the thing is, is that this isn't an isolated incident with Cianzarillo here. He's won two other races already. I understand that. So, completely, so, completely dry. But it's dry, though. Okay, great. Dry. So he's won two dry and the mud race. Okay, so what I'm saying is, is I'm not saying that you don't have a point that he is riding good, but for you to just say, okay, he's back because he won a mud race. He's back, baby. Doesn't prove We're anything. back, baby. It doesn't. We'll let it ride, and then uh, we'll just uh, look at this clip in about three shows from now when he implodes. Yeah. Well, three shows from now, he's not. Is that the East West shootout? No, uh, we're a month out from the East West shootout. Okay. Either way, future yeah. reference. No, we're gonna be coming back to this when he. Now, if he comes out and he goes and wins the East West shootout, then I will definitely be on board. Okay, he's back. He is what. He is what he is. He has finally worked his way back to. He is what everybody thought he was gonna be coming out of the amateur. Hashtag phenom. But I cannot base that off of a mud race i mean garrett marchbanks got second and no disrespect because you guys know i'm on board jess pettis got fifth and martin costello got seventh jess pettis. it's a mud race dude Hashtag. it's a mud race what do you think would have happened if ac got a seven place start you really can't put that on freaking vibrate mm -hmm. ever during a show can you no like this is how many shows deep are we now and it's still on could you put that on vibrate my phone is on ring people okay I, I don't want to touch your phone a anyways i'm calling you out every single show anyway what what do you think would have happened had ac got a seven place start he wouldn't have won. we still win man because he's back baby still wins are you high no not Dude, either. there's no way he wins if he gets a seventh place start. It's a mud race, man. I'm yeah, not gonna buy into it. I think he, and from what we've seen from him, if he got a bad start in the mud, he would have rattled and then yeah, had the skis out through the whoops, both feet out. I cannot, I cannot fully say that he's back just because he won a mud race. If it was dry, fine. Okay, that's cool. That's great. But I, say, I say we put an asterisk next to this week. We put an asterisk next to this week. It's three out of five. But that's the thing, though, is, is you're acting like, okay. He's won three you, and done what? Right. Fifth but you and uh, podium? No. He was hey, I'll tell you boys what. If he comes out and wins the East-West shootout, then we'll have a whole other conversation. And that's right my point. Now, is, it's kind of hard. But I can't do it because it wasn't a dry race. And if it was a dry race, I'm agreeing with you. It's different. Great. I can't wait for Atlanta, then. <laughs> Because I'm honestly, rubbing it, I'm rubbing it in. I'm honestly gonna, it. I'm honestly gonna tell you this right now. Between that I think a lot and Zacco, you guys are screwed. I think a lot of the West, I think a lot of the West Coast dudes come to East West shootout. I think they're gonna get reality check for the first time in a while that the West Coast is not faster than the East Coast. They're gonna be rattled on those routes. Except for AC and Frenchie are faster. But right, I don't think they are. No, and we'll get into that when we do the East West preview. I don't we'll think they are. I think the East is a lot deeper this year. All right, well let's move on. So we got Mark Banks, best finish of the year, second, obviously mud race. So that you have to take for but what it yeah, is. We kind of. I mean, he's been okay all year, right? His best finish. Well, seventh, eight. But I will say this. Um, this kind of contradicts what Justin just said about starting in the back and moving the way forward a little bit. Mark Banks did start. A little ways in the back and did work his way forward. I don't know if it was just a matter of just staying on two wheels. Honestly, or, I think it's because works, I think it's just because that kid's a good mud rider. I mean, he's lengthy, yeah. he's bigger than AC, you know. And I think yeah. they just because he's a, he's a rookie, he's got nothing to lose. He's not in the back of his mind. He's not thinking about a championship. Like I said, his best yeah. finish today was six. He, he did mention in the press conference too. I don't know if you watched that or not yet, but he uh, he did say him and his dad would just go water turn track and just run it. Hmm. So. 
Good training. No, and I like Mark Spanks. I think the kid's got a bright future. I think it's going to even better come outdoors and stuff. So I'm happy for the kid. I think he does too. Jimmy D, third. Mm-hmm. Good podium I, you for know, him. I kind of saw that coming. I yeah. don't know. Being a New Jersey guy, I figured he'd have a lot of you know mud experience. He's not a New Jersey guy. He's a Massachusetts guy. Yeah, whatever. Up in the same area. He rides New England. England. Oh, yeah. He rides I, bet, I bet you say that to a Jersey or a Massachusetts guy, but you're going to get your teeth knocked in. He rides okay. in deep totally he, rides a, he grew up riding in deep stuff, whether yeah. it was sand, loam, whatever. Yeah, he's got his short-ass little legs, but he uh, I don't know, He did mention in the press conference that he hated the mud. So the thing, though, is, is yeah. that with the way that track broke down, having short legs, though, with a deep ruts and the edges grabbing the tires, it's better for him because he doesn't have to take the chance of dabbing his foot as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he can get it higher up on that shroud and not lean, he can lean in farther. But, uh, no, Jimmy D, I mean, can we can we say this is kind of a uh, a comeback, th- even though he hasn't been around, he's been around a long time, but he's never been in the 450 class, but this is kind of like a rejuvenation thing for him because he's kind of been all over the place since the Geico days. And he's yeah. doing he's well, doing solid, and it's on a... It's on a team that I don't think anybody thought this would have put him back to where he was when he first went pro. Yeah, and he, he is on a Supercross-only contract, so his main focus is Supercross, mm-hmm. so it's finally paying off. I think he, he doesn't have all those other distractions. He's got one thing to focus on. I think so. he needs to go buy a 350 for outdoors and ride 450 class. That'd be great. 350? Yeah, because I don't think a small ass can handle a 450. Every time I've watched him see him ride a 450, he's looped it like one or two times. Yeah, uh, he better just, uh, whatever, do this 125 dream races. Don't even worry about it. Oh, yeah. dude, he would annihilate everybody. Yeah. So, All right, so McElrath, rough day. Had to go through the LCQ. Yeah, pulls but, out a fourth. Dude. Rough, rough main, too, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he was up, down, up. Him down, and Carson up, Brown yeah. were down, and what was that? that Downtown. Second Carson rhythm Brown. <laughs> second rhythm second. Dude, he, but he did what he had to do. He sold yep. the points. That could have been, like, he. He could have ruined his whole. That could have been it. Right there. That could have been it, dude. He could have been. He could have been staring down the barrel of a twenty-point gap and mm-hmm. not. Oh yeah. Because I think in the back of his mind, he just kind of like, well, I'm gonna throw it at the wall, and this is kind of a war of attrition, and I just need to push forward, and whatever happens, happens, and he did. Um. So no, I I think that. Uh, I think he, that he dodged a bullet. Did, he did what he had to do. Uh, the one guy though, that, and I know that we're not to him yet, is Frenchie. Let's just talk yeah. about that, dude. Yeah. So Dylan Ferran is seventh. Uh, his bike blew up, didn't it? Yeah, grenaded. That's like, funny, his bike lap. blew up and he got seven still, but, That's uh... That's pretty unreal. Yeah. So, he's still only 12 points out. But yeah, he's only Is it two... over for him, though? No, I don't uh, think it's completely think it's, over because so? there's enough rounds left, and with the east-west okay. shootouts, I would say there's still a possibility. I think it depends on how he does his mental, how he looks at it and approaches it. He could look at it like, oh, I'm 12 points down, I ain't got nothing to lose, I'm going out to win this race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and then he'll go out and win. AC will implode. The whole domino effect, and let's he'll be right back in it. Let's talk about his teammate though, the one who had the points lead. It was yeah. a rough night for Colt Nichols. Twelve, dude. He, you know what though? I honestly think had he not gone down in the second, or was it the first set of whoops or the second set of whoops when uh, Lopes got loose in front of him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we might have been in for a battle because Nichols was actually like he was riding good last night. He wasn't the outright speed, but uh, I think that it could have been a battle between him and AC, and just basing off of how he rode A one in the. In the mud race there, um, dude, I don't know, man. I'm going to be really curious to see what his mindset is going into this break. You know, we all know he's going to start riding outdoors. That's what these guys do because they get such a limited amount of time. But does he just one week get an outdoor setup, get something to base off of, and then go right back to Supercross? I'm curious what he's going to be thinking through this break. Because he's like, dude, I've, I've led all the way down in the last round before the break, and I just, what, he's 10 points now? 10 points back? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I, think I don't think he's out of it by any means, but I'm just curious what he's going to think in the back of his mind. Is like, is he just going to do one week of outdoor testing and then just get right back on the Supercross track? Or If I'm him, I just stick to whatever program I was going to run anyway. Because it was working. 
You know, yeah. but I just keep I showing know. up to the track and you're looking like an NBA boy or whatever I, they're doing. <laughs> dude, I think I just I, I think I, I'm not the biggest Cole Nichols fan. I like him, but I think I just feel really bad for him because it's like he's finally stayed healthy through the off season. He finally was on the coat, back on the West Coast like he was supposed to be the last couple years. He had the points lead and has one, literally just one bad round, and all of a sudden he goes from being the points leader to ten points back. You know, and uh, yeah, but that's that's like the that's the, the thing, thing though. I get with it. the Madres. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I mean. I I think I just feel really bad for him because it's like it's not because it wasn't his own doing. It's not like he imploded yeah, or he just rolled like shit. It was just the elements, man. Yeah, like, so it's just, just stuff that happens. So because I mean, look at the guys that beat him, Martin Castello. I mean, Jess Pettis. Matthias Jorgensen. Masa- yeah, Jorgensen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So it's Matthias like you get Jorgensen. all those dudes up there like that, and it's like, ah, you know. I mean, even, like, down to, uh, like, McAdoo beating him, like, meh. Yeah. Normal race, those guys aren't beating him. No. I mean, but that's just that's just the essence of a mud race. You never know what's going to happen, and that's when you get results like this. Yeah, to, so. yeah Pettis for the fifth, we are, you know. We that was are, good. We all know that's, that's phenomenal. Like you said. But he actually has the skills on a dry race, I think, to get up there. Yeah, get, yeah. It, get a top. I don't think he can better beat than top five though. No. Yeah, I think top. This will be his peak, honestly. Yeah. I mean, but it's good though. I mean, because he's yeah. a he's a top privateer right now. Yeah. 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 Him and then uh, you know after him, uh, Martin Costello. Uh, you touched on this a little bit. You know a little bit about his past. Pounded out much. You, you got a theory on this? If you yeah. Want to share. Uh, it's not really anything big. It's just I remember when he was an amateur, he'd pound out you know uh, mud motos at MTF and stuff, and he'd pretty much be the only guy out there. And I don't know where where is because. Where's he from? It's not Ecuador. Yeah. Wherever he's from, but you know he I thought it was Ecuador. Maybe it's Venezuela or something. Well, well, okay, yeah, somewhere, one of, somewhere, he, somewhere. Yeah, he's been pounding out mud motos back when he was an amateur and stuff. So you know, when, when we did our fantasy picks and I saw that he was he had a good handicap, I was like, dude, I'm just gonna pick him because I I seen him and dude, he won a moto at Loretta's in the mud. So it's he, like he was one of your fantasy. Picks. Yeah, I know that he's a good mud rider and stuff, and you know, yeah, mud race kind of thrown at the wall, but I'm like, that kid's probably thinking, yeah, dude, this is great for me, and coming out with a seventh, I mean, that's his best finish ever. So. Yeah, you know, good for I, him. I mean, I didn't pick Mark Costello for my uh, my fantasy picks, but you know what I am picking him for. Oh, God. Oh, boy, here we go. Go ahead. What, you know what it is? Let's do it. Just, you want to say it? No, nope. I don't, I don't want, want to do it. Say We're not, it. No, dude, this is your thing. We'll screw it up. So. Liat Loki Ride. <laughs> Maybe Liat should Costello. sign him. Maybe Liat should, should sign him. They should sign him. Well, if I was on the marketing side, I might. I'll tell you what, though, man. Them, uh, them... Turd Suzuki 250Fs, man, those new and improved, they look pretty good. Lopes, Dakotas, him, dude. Yeah. Them, them 250Fs, that uh, new engine package is pretty good. <laughs> I guess. So um, Something. So, yeah, he he looked good. Um, I mean, who else was, was a surprise? Um, I don't know. I mean, Hampshire had a shit day. I don't even Called know. Called all that heat race, though. That Hampshire, yeah. he, uh, <laughs> he screwed he's up fantasy. fantasy. Pick, so, he just really uh, rained on my parade, pun intended. I'd have been... <laughs> I'd have been curious though how he would have done had he not went down. Because um, dude, that heat race was like, yeah, that was. So one guy that dropped down quite a bit. He was, had a real silent night. Um, Jacob Hayes. So yeah, I thought maybe I thought maybe he would be a mud guy, being where he's from, Carolina, from? North, North Carolina. Carolina. They get a little bit of rain down there, yeah. riding some sandy stuff. Yeah, but he's been doing that arena cross the last yeah. however many years, so he hasn't been in the mud really. I'm still gonna say this: watch out for him in the East West Shootout in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I have a feeling I got nothing really to base that off of, but just watch out for him. Crazy as those East West shootouts are, I've heard he, he's good on that dirt. I've heard there have been some teams talking to him. Dude, I'd have thought he got he'd got the pro circuit ride had March Banks not got signed. I was oh, all yeah. on board for that. I could see him going North Carolina boy going to JGR. Did you hear about yeah. the star deal he had? No. Where he flew out, went no, to the test dude. track, got in his gear, 
and then they called him and they were like, "Don't get on that bike." <laughs> like yeah. literally, he was at the at the Yamaha test track with his star bike yeah. sitting and, and there. Daniel Daniel Blair or somebody called him and was like, "Don't even ride that thing because yeah. you're gonna ride that thing and never want to go back to oh, even yeah. if the deal doesn't fall through." Yeah. So. No, so. I, I think that he, uh, yeah, I think that JGR's been looking at him. Star was still looking at him. Pro Circuit, there's been talks that Pro Circuit is interested in him. So, yeah, there are a few teams. I think that, uh, I think if he continues this and he finishes out the season good, I think that he deserves a ride. I think I really so, too. Do. You know, and I'll be curious if he ends up on a 250F for outdoors because I don't know if that Rock River deal is for just Supercross or for the whole season. But I'll be really curious to see how he does outdoors on the 250F. Because yeah. most of the time, every time he's done some nationals, it's been on a 450. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, Hayes, and like I said, we'll uh, we'll touch on that with the preview before the East-West shootout. But I have a sneaky suspicion that that dirt, he rides that shit all the time. He's going to be good. I, I really think he's going to be good on that stuff. So Yep. All right, anything else with 250s here before we move um, on? I was going to touch a little bit on... Uh... Mr. Pitbike guy riding in the mud in his backyard. Carson Brown. Yeah, yeah, he was a downtown Brown. He's a fantasy pick of mine. Yeah, he was a fantasy pick of mine as well. Did you guys think that he would have done a little better? Uh, yeah. Yeah, when we were talking in the group chat about uh, it. Don't, sure. don't make fun of me, dude, but I was honestly thinking he was going to pull like a Josh Woods A105 and get like a podium. Yeah. I really do. I, no. I was thinking that. I was honestly thinking that. And I didn't really say that. You know, that's why I mentioned about him being in the mud. But honestly, as much as that kid, he dude, he lives in the mud. Oh, yeah. He rides the snow, the mud, like that's his thing. I was like, you know what, dude, if his bike doesn't get in and he gets a start, I'm like, he's going to pull a Josh Woods from 05 and get a podium. Yeah. It's before my time. (laughs) 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 Uh, But yeah, either way, I mean, like I saw him ripping the pit bikes and stuff and riding the 125 and all that stuff in the mud on a tight technical track, so. Yeah, dude, Mm -hmm. it's literally like a bike and a half length wide. (laughs) So, So. I don't know. He's, he's having a solid season, I think, for for not being a super hyped amateur. I guess Has he made all the mains? Ever? Damn near all. Yeah. Maybe one. I think he missed one. I think Glendale was the only one he missed, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I mean, for, a, for a rookie guy with not a lot of hype on him, I think he's having a damn good season. Yeah. No, he, he's running good. He's doing good. Uh, other than, uh, what was it? Uh, was it Oakland? That his bike grenaded? Maybe. I think it was Oakland that his bike grenades were right before the finish. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, he wadded it up. Yeah, and then his bike went. Yep. So, <laughs> no, he's doing pretty good. Um, where'd Chris Blows finish? Uh, 12th uh, or 13th? Somewhere thir- in that Must be 13th. 13th or 12th. Okay. So, so, so yeah. Kind of right in that range. Oh, no, we're looking 11. at the results here. We're cheating. We got... Uh, he was 11th. 11th, it looks like. Dude, he's kind of having a quiet season. He's having a yeah. quiet, sneaky good season. And he's the old man. He's, he, he's the he's the old man of the two fifty class. He man. is he's older than Martin. He is. So uh, no, it's it's I don't know. There's there's some surprises on the West Coast and stuff. So uh, mm-hmm. it's it's good to see some parity. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. He's, uh, East Coast is gonna be good, man. Though. So yeah. No. I'll Make sure you guys that. tune into our preview show. Yes. We're gonna, t- we're gonna touch more on it. Yeah. So. Preview yep. show will come out later this week, probably Thursday. So, so. um since. Might as well just do it now since we're not going to give our picks for Minneapolis, who we'll talk about on the East Coast. Uh, last thing we should touch on the 250s. Who do you think needs this break the most right now? Because I already know who mine is. I'll just go out and say I think Mikel Rath needs it. And the reason, and I'll say that I'll say the reason why is because even though Mikel Rath has never been a guy that's really cracked under pressure, and I don't think that Tyler Keefe and all those guys, even though they expect him to win titles because he's been so close, I don't think that there's been the weight of the world on him. Like, you need to win a title. I think that they expect it, but it's not like they're chirping in his ear. But I think that maybe Mikel Rath came in and he started to maybe listen to some of the outside hype around him. Like, oh, AP's gone, and even though Zacho never rode West Coast, he's not in the class anymore. We got some guys like, this is your time. And even though he won at A2, like, you know, just a bunch of fourth places and a third, I think that 
it's going to be good for him to maybe take a step back and get away from Supercross and just be like, okay, we're going to go right outdoors. Yeah. I'm going to clear my mind. And I think, honestly, I think the break is going to be good for him, and I think he comes out and he does really well at the East-West shootout. Even though I don't think he's a guy that cracks under pressure, per se. Yeah. I just think that this is a good time for him, especially with how that race could have gone. Yeah. So, who do you guys think that needs uh, to break more? I don't know necessarily needs it, but it's going to benefit from it the most. Yeah, I guess you could say that, um, too. Yeah. It's going to be going out on a limb a little bit, but Jimmy D. Okay. Um. I watched the post-race press conference. All the guys were talking about, oh, I'm just going to hammer down a little outdoors and, you know, a little Supercross. Jimmy D's like, I'm Supercross only. I'm, I'm hammering down Supercross. I'm sticking to what I'm doing. So maybe he'll come out and just have just a, that little bit more, um, just coming maybe into the first round, back off the break. Um, and then the second round after the break, maybe just fall back into the normal deal. But um, coming into the first round after the break, I think Jimmy D will be... Okay. You think a little better? Closer to the podiums more? Or? I think closer to the podium. Okay. Yeah. Maybe closer, I guess, closer to that top group, that top four, top oh. five guy. Okay. All right. Yeah, I can see that. What about you? I'm going with you with Shane. I think he needs it the most because I think he's lacking. Yeah. Like like we've talked about, he's lacking that little bit of, like, mm-hmm. top-end speed, and that's what's holding him back from, like, really uh, dominating like he normally does the first few rounds of mm-hmm. the year. So, yeah, I think this break will be good for him. Wouldn't it be interesting, though, because we we talk, and this is, like, the new thing now, and I know that, you know, guys like RC was the king of that. You know, he started that, and then Stu and RV and Dunge talking about peaking and that, you know, it, later in the season. Shane has kind of, if you think about it, peaked at the beginning of the season the last couple of years. Yeah. What happens if this break, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, what happens if in this break, though, is what he, like, said he needs, and he actually does the opposite and picks it up at the end of the season? The only thing I'm nervous about with Shane is Shane is a dry, hard-pack guy, mm-hmm. and, I mean, what do we got left for West Coast rounds? We've got... Denver. Denver. Well, if you want to talk, if you want to talk about Atlanta, yeah, Denver, the, Seattle. That's going to be interesting, because I don't Houston. know how the dirt it will be yeah. in Denver. Yeah. Dude, if, well, uh, yeah, that could go either way. If we're not riding snowcross there, yeah. it so is going to probably be soft. The snow we're going to go from being super tacky in Atlanta, uh, then the next one will be Seattle. That can almost be a mudder. Texas is going to be concrete. We know that. It's always yep. blue-green in Texas. Colorado is up and down, and then we go to Vegas. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, he could peak, but the Did thing is, like, Vegas a couple of those rounds are... No. No, no, AC, AC did. did. He won it the last two years. Yeah. Mikel Ryan, so, what did Mikel Ryan do good in Vegas? I don't, I don't know. Did last year. But anyways, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I think that it may be maybe Maybe he's just him. playing in his peak for this time or whatever. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So, yeah. Okay. Anyway, all right, cool. That's enough 250 talk. Moving on to 450s. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 450s here. Who do we want to start? Tomac winning? I mean, he got one. He won. He got one. So took the mud race, but yeah, he got one. I think. I think it was <laughs> Justin just every time. I think it was a gift, honestly, because of Kenny going down. You know what? I'm. I'm not gonna say anything about that because I really don't know because it is a mud race. But yes, Eli getting second place start and then Kenny going down like it did help. Mm-hmm. Kind of like with the 250, you know, get it, you gotta get a clear track, plain and simple. Yeah. You know, and then once you get a clear track, you don't have to worry about all the bullshit going on around you, and you can just, you know, once again, cliche saying, but ride your own race and stuff. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't really know. I, I'm not gonna say anything bad. He rode good. He did what he had to do. He did. It's, it's he one of those points. Yeah, know. it's one of those things that it's a mud race, and kind of like I said with AC in the 250 class. Like, he rode good, and I'm not taking anything away, but it had been kind of like, it had been a baggot would have somehow won that race. Mm-hmm. I'd have been like, well, 
okay, he's won one this year, but it's like, do we really put a lot of investment in it? I just don't do that with mud races like that. Yeah. I just, I, you can't. If yeah. you're being objective, you can't really oh, do oh, it. Oh, you're not putting a lot of... Okay, here we go, dude. Again, he's won two other races, so fuck off with yourself and your But Eli hasn't, though. So yeah, so that's why I so can't I, put a lot into okay, it, because okay. he, that's the only race he's won all okay, year. Okay, okay. Okay, so anyway, uh, Marv second. That's valid. Another good, another good. Yeah, thank you. I make no good points once in a while. No I'm not a complete spoon. I, like I thought you were contradicting yourself. Like Matt, Matt, because if Matt had been up here, he'd have been pounding his chest. Oh, yeah, see them green cows. Whoa! Dr. E! We're leading. Yeah, Dr. E! It only took a mud race to win, but yeah, sure, okay. All right, so Marv got second, rode through, because he didn't have a great start. Yes, he did. He was down. Was it the heat race? Oh, yeah, dude, where the back end just skipped out right off the line. Yeah, that was hilarious. Wasn't Marv, like, doing donuts in the main or something? No, he uh, he stalled going into the whoops. That was when Coop flipped over. Front flipped it, kind of. That, too. So, um, but, dude, so is he going to be the guy that's going to peak midseason here and start carrying it through? I'll let you go that because you're kind of the uh, resident Marv, even though I know you say you're not a fan. You like him more than we do. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. What do you think about that? I'm not saying I like him as a person. Go okay. He's French, as a, as dude. A person, Every, he's he's, fine. he's gonna be weird. He's French. But, <laughs> all right. You know, JMB was weird. Uh, French is weird. Look at Americans. We're big and bad. Uh, anyway. I, what the fuck? Wow. That was like the most stereotype thing I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. Like a huge turn for the worst. You want to call him a communist, too? Yeah. Dude, shut up. Anyway, right, go ahead. Marv. I, I, I like his technique and the way he rides because I'm a short, skinny fuck, too, so I like Did to just, watch the way he rides. We can cut the swearing. Okay, I'm a short, skinny guy. Oh, my God. And uh, it, he's just, like, real precise, and he stands up a lot, and I I think he come East Coast when it gets ruddier and stuff like that, he's going he's gonna to be fine. You get out to Seattle where they had snow one year and stuff like that. Yeah. Real conditions a lot like this. Um He's gonna be in it. I think even you know, like Indy. If Indy's as roadie as it has, oh, dude, he killed everybody last year. Mm-hmm. So if, if he figures his starts out, like I say, if him, I think if he would have got a start last night, he could have made something happen with with Tomac. Even if he was second behind Tomac or Roxon, I think he could have made something happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mark never pushes the issue past what it needs to be. Like he, he, yeah, he's very methodical and he he waits for his points and stuff. And we, and all of his wins last year were on the East Coast, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah I don't think he got a, I don't think he got a West Coast win before. So. Yeah, so um, no, I I don't know about the peaking thing, but I think you almost have to because like he's done just enough to stay in this points because we know that he did ride a lot in the off season because his knee rehabbing his knee and yeah. having surgery and stuff. So I mean, the one guy we so know, I think happened. he you know, yeah see, for he's, sure he's starting to come around. Um, and just like kind of maybe like Tomac is their their injury is like blessing in disguise for both of them. Yep, yeah, they're they're burning themselves them. out yeah. in the beginning of the season. Yep, um, and it's just, it, I think it's going to be an all-out battle the second half, half of the season. You got Marv, you got Roxon. I think, is taking the same approach. I think so, too. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Um, so steady. That's why I made the comment about Kenny just making out of the West Coast of the group text a couple days yep. ago. It's huge. Yep, he even admitted, he knows that, too. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, he hasn't done it the last two years. Yep, he's aware of that. He's even said it out, right out of his mouth. I'm out of the West Coast. I haven't been able to do that. that that's a check in the box. And I have no way is making that an excuse for him even being a Kenny guy, but I think that in the back of his mind, maybe he's thinking that, dude, I just need to make it out of the West Coast. Dude, because I, I haven't ridden the East Coast, and if you think about it, other than A1, most of Kenny's wins that he's had on that 450, or and since he's been in the 450 class, have been East Coast tracks. 
Yeah. Most of his wins, I don't know all of them, but most of the wins he's got, other than the A1 wins, have been on the East Coast. Yeah, I'm telling you, him and Tomac, I think both are taking the same approach of like, dude, let's just get through the first like West Coast swing and into the first couple East Coast rounds, and then we'll we'll go. Yeah. But as far as Kenny, though, and I, I guess we might as well so just we'll talk about we'll just jump right into Kenny. I do believe, though, that he needs to get a win soon. Because even though he is probably the most confident guy riding a dirt bike, other than the Harlings, I think that it's going to start to weigh on him if the further we go, even if he's in the points battle, yeah. the further we go without him getting a win. Because he went from going getting a win every year as a pro in the 450 class to now he hasn't got one since he got hurt. Mm-hmm. He's been close two or three times. I think that he, I think he needs to get one soon. I'm not saying that if he doesn't get one soon, he won't get anyone or not one this year, but. I think he needs to. I really do. Just for his mind, his yeah. state of mind to be like... Mental relief and, yeah. and pressure off his shoulders. Yep. He's got to get that black cloud off. I, I, I don't know if him. he's... You might be able to answer this better than I can, but he, does he... You think he has pressure from Honda coming down on him? No. He signed him for a big contract. <sighs> this is his last year of his contract, I believe, right? It is, yeah. His contract's up. Yeah, he's he gonna, has to He's going to re-up. He'll re-up, though. He'll re up, but he hasn't performed. Is there pressure coming from above? No. I don't think that there's pressure coming from, like, Kehoe and Bill Savano and all those dudes, but I think it's more just everybody in his camp. I think it's everybody in his camp. I don't I don't think that they'll outright say it publicly, but I think that behind the scenes they're going, dude, this is like you were the guy. Out of all the people, because we know that Dungey's been is retired, out of all the guys racing, you have been you were the guy out of them, you know, since you went to the four fifty class. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think that it's probably just the pressure in his camp. You know, and, and, I mean, I don't think Honda's saying, oh, yeah, if you don't win, we're not going to resign you. Like, he's he's their biggest marketing tool. You know, he brings everybody in. We know the, the clout that he has within the industry. But I think just for himself, he needs to get a win. I really do because he's looking at everybody else. And even though Eli, we can say, okay, the mud race was a gift, whatever. But it's like, okay, Eli got one now. Mm-hmm. Now I need to go get one. Yeah. I need to go get one because yeah. even though the last couple rounds haven't been great, I've been the second best guy. Yeah. So and I think he he's made changes in the clutch or whatever he's doing so that that start he pulled. Oh yeah, a couple good. bike lengths, man. If he mm-hmm. does that again, then yeah, he's running the hydraulic clutch, right? We'll, we'll see. If he yeah. does that on a dry track. I think he just completely we'll runs. It, it's just like he got a start and was pulling away before the red flag. I think he yep. won that race. I'll be curious to see that what he uh, if he if he keeps the hydraulic clutch when we go east now that we got better dirt or if he goes back to a cable clutch because I remember outdoors he did it a few times he would change up yeah, from hydraulic I, to I cable think th- I think they got this one figured out yeah no I, I think yeah. he stays with this one so um, and they were saying he was saying something about Trey Kennard riding the Honda during the week yep um, they found a, a setting that he didn't even get to try before this weekend that they're going to try this week and he hasn't even touched the suspension from what he's saying so which is funny too because Kenny and Trey have like two polar opposite styles right yeah right and he he was saying that trey was just hauling so dude i watched the videos he still rips so i i hate to say this but i mean we could talk about this is a different topic but um if if a guy gets hurt does trey fill in Uh, i don't know man that's a trey on the bike for i think it'd be i think it'd be cool i think that depending on the situation it would probably happen but i i think it'd have to be a a really crazy situation to ever mm-hmm. see Trey race again, mm-hmm. but uh, it'd be cool. It'd be an interesting story. Yeah. I mean, it'd be kind of like the KTM ever brought Dungey back. Yeah, it'd be cool. Well, um, speaking of Oklahoma boys, we'll just go right into Bogle. I say Bogle and Reed best finishes of the year, right? Yeah. For them. Oh, no uh, do we think that that's the or is yeah? It? Uh, I think Reed squeaks another one out. Man. Reed is in. It's crazy. It is. As much I'm not a Reed guy. I think that Reed could do it again, but Bogle for sure. I think that this is an uptick for Bogle, and I think this is good. Yeah. I think this confidence he needs. I think that we'll see top. I think we see top tens from Bogle the rest of the year. Yeah, I, I really do. Yeah, I think he like he, 
everybody, it just seems like everybody was behind the eight ball this year. It yeah. Just, it sounds like I'm beating a dead horse. Especially but. him. Yeah. Well, getting yeah. on it like late. And is, is a week good, before. Yeah. Like, as good as this season is, I think it's going to get even better with these guys starting to reach their potential. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to East Coast, and even though the tracks are more technical, the I dirt's think, better. Yeah, and I think we're in for even more of a treat. So, mm-hmm. um, Bogo, I think he, he's getting his starts figured out on the KTM, all that stuff. Like, yep. old Bogo. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this is a guy who won an outdoor national when it was if pretty pretty star-studded lineup. I'll so. tell you what, though. If he's got his starts on point, main-wise, that could be a dangerous recipe for most guys if guys start getting... If, like, say, Kenny and Eli and Coop in the main contenders start, you know, start mid-pack, mm-hmm. if Bobo gets a clear track and he's just feeling it, and, you know, say he clicks off a heat race and his confidence is through yeah. the roof. Yeah, I think if he, he runs I a think start... You can click off eight laps and get out. He's him. not a dude that's easy to pass. No. no. Not at all. Not at all. He's Unless just not... He just yard sales. Yeah, which is also another thing for Bobo, but... Yeah, if his starts on point, he can start making things real interesting at the beginning of these races and stuff. Um, AP, AP. I mean, it's. Funny. I thought he would do better. It's yeah, but it's funny because I've heard him talk on Pulp about these guys in the 250 class, and they're so good, they're so good, they're so good. But then once you put them in the 450s, all of a sudden it's like, well, are they good against whatever? And I think this was a prime example. He was so good in the mud in the 250 class and yeah. then you put him in the 450s and you've got kenny and eli and and Be- uh, i'm sorry and uh barsha and all these guys and it's like uh, he's good yeah. but i think what i better. really wanted him to win that heat mm-hmm. just because i wanted to see the number seven on the podium once again okay i think we'll see it i think we'll see it i, I think we'll see it at some point too. his offseason was just so terrible from what i hear though that I, he's like way behind everybody yeah, else anyway. i don't think i i don't see him i think he'll be seven eight nine ten for most of the rest of his eight, eight years. Think so? Yeah. I don't okay. see him getting that next year. This year, anyway. Okay. Okay. That's All right, fair. I can see that. Uh, uh, Sabachi was right behind him. Yeah. Um, Sabachi, man, like, I think of dry track, man, he's going to... He's really changing my opinion. I really wasn't too high on him. I know you're high on him. Here we go. But... <laughs> I think he's uh I think he's right there in the uh like six six to twelve range all year. I don't think I think he's proven though that he's the uh, and we'll see when Zacho comes back and we'll talk about that before we end the four fifty show. But I think Sabachi's proven though the outright speed, he's the fastest out of these rooms right now. Because we saw what he's doing. Yeah, and you know, once again we're going to the East Coast, you know, he's good on that tacky stuff and, and it's just not as much pressure. So I think it's to be seen because honestly if you think about it. He's had bike issues. He got, you know, he ragged out in Glendale. We haven't really gotten to see what he's capable of for a full entire main because, really, he's had just shit luck, mm-hmm. you know. So I'll reserve judgment on that and stuff, and uh, might as well just go into Coop. Um, I'm really curious to see what his mindset is going on. I'm interested to see how he rebounds from this, yes. I think he'll be fine. Two wins and, yeah. and he'll be fine. high as a kite as far as, like, confidence-wise, and then, yeah, this. But, I mean, again, one-off mud race. I think yeah. he's fine. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. He's what uh, – Eight points back? Yeah, something Eight like points that. back, so I think he'll be fine. Yeah. He'll be okay. fine. So, so, just, just another bump in the road. He'll be all right. But you know what, though? I will say, I th- and it's, it's not like his result was great, I think old Coop would have done a lot worse. I think last year's Coop, oh, yeah. everything that was going oh, wrong, yeah. I think last year's Coop would have hit the deck another four times. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. I think that it shows the maturity that he's had since oh. he's gone to Elton's. Yeah. All right, so let's let's start getting into next week then. Obviously, we're going to Minneapolis. We're yeah. going to West Coast. We're inside. Tacky, deep. Or, I'm sorry, East Coast, inside. Yeah, tacky, tacky deep. deep. ruts. I mean, dude, the last Minneapolis race we had, we were hitting the base like halfway through the and night. And let's just start with Zach's back. Yeah, what does Zach go do? Is he back next weekend? Yeah, yes. he's back for sure. Really? Yeah, he's been on the bike for two weeks now, three weeks now. First race back, everyone is starting to hit their stride, I would say. I'm still top ten on him. Do you pick him in Alpha Max Fantasy? Yes. Depending on the, the, Depending on the handicap. 
If the Titan Dance is going to be big. I hope if it's... If I bet it's like five or six. Yes, then yes, well, I totally pick him. him. Uh, no. I don't oh, think yeah. not for his first race back. I think I have to wait. You a wait, few. you wait in for him. I have to wait to see what he does because that's the thing though is is like I, if we're if once again trying to be completely objective, I don't know what Zacho's going to do because I've said how I feel about Zacho on a four fifty. Maybe he comes out and he does get a top ten and he surprises me. But if he comes out and ragdolls like all these other rookies have done, I'm I'm not going to be like okay yeah I didn't see that coming. Like I got to see what he's going to do. And honestly. I don't think that it's not going to be... I don't think his speed's going to be an issue. I don't see him getting a top 10 because I think he's just going to try to ease his way into this. I'm not saying his speed's not going to be top 10. I think he's just going to look like a dude. I'm way behind the eight ball at this yeah, point. I think he comes out with something to prove. You think so? If you think about it, man, though... This he's is got a, that bulldog in town. Yeah, out. but this I think is, he comes out with a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know what, though? That could really work against him. They could work for him or against him. Yeah. I mean, if he's going... Okay, hypothetical question. If he rips a star in the heat race... And say he's in the say he's in a heat race with Eli or Kenny. He's got him behind him, just pacing him. Does he just hang it out and say "fuck it" and see what happens, or does like he just be like, "Well, I know I cannot run this pace right now." Because I'll tell you what, I, I think, think that's. The I, I don't think, I think he, he just I, runs his own race, and if they get around him, they get around him. And I don't think the "I can't run the pace" is going to be a thing, man. Listen to what Coop has talked about with going to Baker's factory and riding there. But that doesn't mean anything to me during the week. A lot we always talk about insta bangers and shit. What you do during the week does not mean anything to me because okay, those guys ride that track all the time. Yeah, but I'm not even saying that. I'm just he's saying just talking intensity. The intensity he ri- he rides at is more than what I'm gonna say a lot. I mean, of I, I, do, I do I do agree with you. There. I agree with you there, Travis. The the intensity of those guys all riding together. I think if you, if you do put him in a hypothetical situation like that where those guys are breathing down his neck like that, he's going to be fine. Yeah. But the thing is, is also... Just think about it. He's got Coop and Marv, mm-hmm. who he's riding with, every yeah. single day yep. at the most intense level so, you can I mean, get. There's a, there's a little bit of pressure coming from behind. I don't see him... He might still implode a little bit, but I don't think he'll implode as maybe what he would have pre... It just scares yeah. me a little bit because I think with Zacho... And I just, I honestly, I just don't want to see the dude get hurt because the more people we have, the more parity... It scares me because we saw what he did in the 250 days, and there was times that it worked for him, and there's times that it worked against him. And we know that if it happens on the 450, you aren't bringing it back, as small as he is. If he gets super loose, it ain't going to be like the 250 days where he brings it back around. I just don't want to see him hurt because I really want to see what he can do. But it just, I think it scares me a little bit if he tries to run that pace. He hasn't raced a meaningful race since the uh, third round of outdoors, and that was on the 250. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I don't really, dude, I, I'm talking about meaningful races. I don't, I'm not trying to back on these these off-season races and stuff, but I just, I can't say that that was... Yeah, but I mean, in this day and age, how many dudes do they bring over there? I mean, half the field is from here. But Ando worked him in those off-season races. But he was pacing him and kept with But then him. at the end of the main, though, it was like a good eight seconds almost every time. Yes, I, I, know, know, I, know, I, know. I don't know. Anyway, all right, so winners next week for go ahead. 450. Go ahead, because I got to think about that, because the track is going to be gnarly. <sighs> Man, there's one thing I didn't didn't do. Oh god. Oh boy. Let's just do the 450 though, and then give the East. Yeah, the, the We'll talk about the East and the low key ride. Cole Martinez. Okay, fair enough. There we go. Okay, that was good. We got All right, who's the winner? Yeah, low key. Keep in mind, the track's gonna be gnarly. Um, that thing is gonna be terrible. <laughs> Next week, Minneapolis. 450 class. Who won last year? We didn't have Minneapolis last year. Yeah, we did. No, I thought yeah, we had it in 17. No, it was last year, and it stormed, snowstormed like crazy, remember? They were watching the snow slide off the roof. Was that Minneapolis? In practice, yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Something like that. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Who did win Minneapolis? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm going to say Tomac wins. 
I've been saying this for how long, but Kenny is due. <laughs> I mean, he's due. But at this point now, I'm off the train until he wins one. As far as, like, him winning. I don't, like, I'm title go. contender, I'm still in, but I'm, I'm off the win right I'm now. In on, uh, I'm in on Marv again for the second week in a row. You got Marv. I got Eli. Who you got? Coop. Okay, great. All right. I okay, do. I, I think that he's going to come out, and he's just – I think that he's going to try to prove that uh, those those two wins weren't flukes. And he's going to prove that that KTM Super Mini is the best bike out there, bro. So, all right. Who's new bike? I have a feeling that we're all going to be wrong. Probably, yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Zach's I mean, I would anyway. be cool. Yeah, Zach ain't winning. Sorry, bud. No. But, uh, <laughs> no, it ain't <laughs> happening, dude. Zach ain't getting a win. Maybe. Yeah. Never. Uh, yeah, dude, Ben LeMay is just going to come out and win it. <laughs> about as ridiculous all right how about i always like to ask this one most improved who who do i think is going to be the most improved from minneapolis from last week from i mean i guess it's kind of hard to gauge with the mud but uh, cole seeley cole seeley cole seeley uh yeah that's actually a pretty good pick i didn't think about that well he got 14th i was literally like that was the first name i saw here at 14th and i'm like dude cole is minneapolis Uh, it's hard to pick dude because i know how that track's gonna bag it I'll say bag it. Okay. Even though he's not, I don't think he rides good in those conditions. Okay. okay. I'll, go, I'll go with you. I'll stick with Sealy as well. Okay. Cool. And it's going to be Vince Freeze. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Vince It'll be Freeze. Vince Freeze. Uh, we should start keeping track of We this. should. We should. By the way, is, has Vince actually had a pretty good season so far? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, uh, he's, 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 a, he's very improved. He's always 10th, 11th, no matter the condition. Yeah. yeah dude, he is. Dude, I, I, front. I mean, dude, look at that one is, that got red flag. He has gone forward. so far from what? Yeah, he has, yeah. He has come so far. Tony I, mean, I don't like preaching, it. Bro. Yeah, well, Tony you know. Tony unless he's preaching. Too bad his teammate. By the way, uh, Brayton and Hill, man. Like, last night. That, what the hell happened to Brayton? He didn't even make the main, did he? Yeah, he no. didn't even make it to the LCQ line. And, and Hill, I think the Hill Brayton, supposedly has ribs. I think he does. I think, Dude, I do not know. I think that. Dude, Hill is got like, going on behind the scenes. He's got some weird stuff going on because, and I don't think it's a head thing because I think he just he doesn't train. Well, no, we, we know he doesn't. Train. He we doesn't, doesn't train. train. We know he doesn't train. I just, I think that that dude, yeah, he just rides. I feel bad for JGR for spending the money to sign him. To be really honest, honestly, you know what? I wouldn't have. I, I would have shit about his West Coast title. I yeah, want to sign him. We need that JGR team around. We yeah. need them to perform. Uh, yeah, I heard they, I heard they have a title that's coming in. Oh, wow, because Coy was saying something different. The, he was, like, real nervous in the interview yeah. about it. I heard last week they have a title that's they're real close okay. to signing. So I think Hill, I think Hill's going to do better if he's not actually hurt. I think Hill's going to do better when we get to the East Coast. I do. Yeah. I, I think he'll do better. But, uh, yeah, so, um, all right. So that's it. That's the 52. show. So thanks again for watching another episode of the Moto Aftermath show presented by TLR Coatings, special show sponsor, Liat. Tune, our, in, tune in to the East Preview. Tune in to the East Preview coming out Thursday. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment down below. Hit that little bell icon so you always get the updates when we upload new videos. Um, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Links to all that stuff down below. Support us on Teespring, uh, Patreon. Buy something on Amazon through the links down below. Buy this helmet on Amazon. Buy this helmet on Amazon. I will link this helmet down below um and uh yeah this is it we'll be back in studio next week to wrap up uh like i said the first round of the east coast for minneapolis and the 250 east coast preview show things start east coast baby two o'clock on thursday so thanks for tuning in we'll see everybody next week